Hi everyone and welcome back to Discerning Consciousness. I'm your host Ant and in today's episode I want to talk about um, phenomena that I've noticed um, recently online, particularly on social media and on a YouTube comment section. And as you can see from the title of this, what I'm referring to primarily, you're probably all aware of this, you'll see in this um, when you look at your own social media feeds and perhaps when you comment on YouTube videos yourselves. And that is um, phrases um, that have been spoken by global political leaders and by members of the World Economic Forum, the likes of Klaus Schwab, of course. And these are phrases like uh, build back better and a phrase you're probably well familiar with which is, you will own nothing and be happy. Now, I want to talk about uh, some of these phrases, and what I've noticed is, um, you get, they've, they've, all, they've almost, especially you will own nothing and be happy, has almost become like an alt or alternative media meme, if you like, so a phrase that's gained currency, it's repeated a lot, and the worrying thing is, by using these phrases, we create a kind of inevitability that the very things that we're um, trying to research, to uncover, reveal to the public what the plans are for the, uh, by the global elites who are manipulating society, actually we can help bring about the very reality that we're fighting against by constantly repeating these phrases. And that's what I mean by um, the idea of self-hexing, or if you prefer, less kind of mystical phrase, um, self-sabotaging. Uh, I'll give you an example of this, how this applies to events. So recently, back in June, we had the G7 meeting in Cornwall, here in the UK. A uh, beautiful location. And... Um, we had uh, political delegate delegations there from around the world, and we've all seen the pictures of them um, being served by uh, waiters and waitresses with masks on whilst they laugh and uh, celebrate at this event. Now, on the one hand, um, it is important to, uh, to raise awareness of what these... Uh, groups like the World Economic Forum are planning globalist mouthpieces um, because we need to uh, we need to educate ourselves and other people as much as possible but there is a danger um, in trying to expose their plans uh, and analyze the information on the internet there's a danger that we that as I was saying before that we we um, there's a certain energy or inevitability uh, in their plans that we're giving them when we use phrases like this. Another phrase that I hear quite often is um, words, things like people will say, you and Agenda 2030. So they'll often make a comment on YouTube, on uh, Twitter or uh, Facebook or any number of other platforms now because there's so many. Uh, and they'll and they'll end their little statement or sentence or paragraph or what it whatever it is with you'll own nothing and be and be happy and UN Agenda 2030. 
Now for me, um, I believe that there are many, right now in this moment, as I sit here in a beautiful new forest near my home on the south coast of the UK, and you can hear the birds singing in the background, quite a cloudy day, actually quite muggy, not getting much sun here in the UK, although it is our summer, very dull and uh, humid days. Anyway, there is, um, yeah, there's this, uh, I call it it's quite a dark, I think there can be a dark intent, because I think for some people they actually want this uh, sort of apocalyptic uh, reality to play out. But as I was saying, sitting here right now in the beautiful new forest, there are literally hundreds, if not thousands, of different realities that could play out. So I think it's the um, point I want to get across in this particular episode of Descending Consciousness. It's important one is, by all means, we need to inform and educate ourselves. But by the same token, as I've spoken about many times before with myself and Mike and other contributors to the show, we don't want to fall into the trap of creating the dark side's vision for the future and fall into uh, to doom porn. We need to remain centred in our power because otherwise we're just simply helping to manifest the very world that we so strongly oppose. Something else you guys might have seen, and this is another good example, there's um, a website going around at the moment. It's called Deagle Population Forecast. And that's spelled D-A-E-G-A-L. Now, that's, get, that's gaining a lot of currency. A lot of people are mentioning this online. You may or may not have seen it. And um, basically, on this website, it lists countries around the world, including the UK and countries like uh, America, uh, where many of my listeners are from, and Australia and Canada and countries across Europe and they're forecasting the world's population to um, to drop by several billion and in each individual country to drop by several millions. I believe the UK, UK current population is around about 67 million, give or take a few million. Uh, and on this Deagle website it's claiming that it's going to drop to less than 25, I believe it's around about 22 million. Now again, um, it could be that we're looking at some sort of uh, mass die-off with the uh, coronavirus uh, so-called vaccine, but we don't know. We don't know what's going to happen with regards to the spike protein um, here in the UK when the respiratory virus and flu season returns in the autumn and winter later in the year. We don't know what's going to happen. Um, but by constantly uh, referring to these, uh, this particular Deagle population forecast again. We are we are doing um, we are doing the bidding. We are doing um, we are doing the work of the dark sorcerers of the dark side of these um, dark cabalists or the so-called um, so-called elites in their various guises. So I think we need to be really really careful of this. Um, I don't know if it's something that you've that you've noticed, and um, over the years, uh, it's something that I've um, I've fallen into doing. Um, you know, perhaps because back in the day, um, 
part of me did want this sort of dark future to unfold. Uh, I mean, as I've become more centred and grounded and hopefully, hopefully gained some more uh, deeper, profound wisdom, I realised that I was, um, you know, living through quite a lot of emotional baggage. But I think part of me did want this sort of dark future to come about just to prove to people um, that, hey, look, I'm right. I told you this was going to happen. I told you this was going to happen. But now I'm, now I'm much more on my purpose and I can see a, a vision and future for myself. Obviously, I don't, I don't want that to happen. So just again, if, we, if I refer back to the recent G7 meeting um, in Cornwall here in the UK, in the southwest of the UK, it's a good example of how we can give away our psychic energy uh, to dark forces by focusing on these events because essentially um, what they are doing as many people have pointed out in the alternative media uh, with these events they are literally mocking us I mean we've all seen pictures online on social media of them uh, on the one hand telling the world's population to socially distance and follow all those protocols and there they are members uh, I think Prince Charles was there along with all these other uh, political um, puppets and there they are slapping one another on the back I think there's one image of Macron and uh, the fake President Biden in embrace and Boris Johnson the UK Prime Minister basically mocking us all and as I said before you've got waiters and waitresses in masks whilst the bureaucrats and the political leaders are there having their little jolly and they're not wearing any masks at all of course so the event was obviously just one massive gaslighting uh, exercise to mock the general public in a very ritualistic way and as I was just saying it's so blatant and transparent it's almost as if um, they know that we know the game they know that we know the con but they want us to focus on it and they're quite happy for us to get angry and frustrated because uh, this creates lots of psychic louche, uh, basically, which is what the dark side want. They want our psychic energy. They want us to get uh, angry. So once again, I bring back to the main point of this particular audio, this particular episode of Discerning Consciousness, which is to, to remain grounded. And, and what I do is um, there's nothing wrong with sharing humorous memes online. Then forget it. And then go about whatever it is you're doing. And then, and then, um, you know, forget it and just laugh at them, laugh at, laugh at these goons that they have to, or ghouls as I call them, that they have to go to these lengths to retain their power, to their power structure. And um, at the end of the day, also uh, remember that if we get angry, um, that's exactly the response that the dark side wants. You know, that is exactly what they want. So, um, it's hard to know what justifies uh, the actions of these globalist puppets. Uh, I guess on one hand they need to, you know, they need to serve their paymasters, higher up the food chain, and they probably do get some sense of inverted sick pleasure from openly uh, mocking the general public. But from my individual perspective, this just demonstrates how weak and utterly pathetic they are. And I remain hopeful that their arrogance and hubris uh, 
will bring about their downfall. So we should just let them play their macabre, silly games like at the recent G7 meeting down in Cornwall and stop um, self-hexing and self-sabotaging ourselves whilst helping to bring about the very future that the globalists want for humanity. The other thing to remember, I think, is um, that um, we need to be cautious in general about the words and phrases that we use on a daily basis um, because they have tremendous power in creating and manifesting our individual and collective worlds. I don't need to say this to all you guys in my audience. I'm sure you're all very much aware about the power of the word to create our individual and um, collective realities. So do be careful when you make comments online that you're not just repeating um, disempowering memes and mantras. And as I said earlier, in, in the past, um, there's nothing inevitable about the vision of the world, that the World Economic Forum are trying to create this idea where, you know, we'll be living in this sort of AI, post-humanist, dystopian world where we own nothing and um, we're, we're, we're happy. Because ultimately we have the power to create the vision for the future of the world that we want as individuals. And as one of my mantras on discerning consciousness is, has always been, um, make sure you're in control of your consciousness or someone else is. And if you keep repeating these memes, these disempowering memes and giving away your psychic energy, then someone else is in control of your consciousness. That's a very good example of it. So also it's extremely um, it's important to remember, it's extremely, obviously since the coronavirus event, as I call it, we're for, con for conscious, sensitive, intelligent people who are trying to walk the path of selfhood, a genuine spiritual journey to discover the truth of who and what we are on this planet. It's an extremely challenging situation we find ourselves in. Because there is so much information available, we definitely have to develop strong filters in order not to become overwhelmed and disempowered. And I know um, that we all feel a strong sense of, uh, we all feel a strong sense of disempowerment at the injustice and horror of the world. And the more we study, and the more we learn about what the, the dark sorcerers, their intentions are for our future, whereby we will have no freedom, no individual choice, and all our actions and movements will be monitored. It does, I mean, it is difficult and um, it triggers our emotions and brings to surface a lot of emotional, a lot of unhealed emotional and psychological trauma. So, as I've spoken about at length on discerning consciousness as well, that's all part of the work. That's why I've spoken about many different um, healing, modality, healing modalities and spiritual teachings that we can use from the teachings of the Celestine 
uh, prophecy to uh, Buddhist teachings. So please do um, check out um, my back catalogue on Podomatic because there's a lot there, about five years of work, and there's a lot of spiritual teachings that you can that you can use and download for free. So I think it can be helpful uh, when we feel this sense of injustice and horror to check in with ourselves uh, when we feel the need to constantly repeat words, as I've been saying, and phrases like build back better, which is a, another classic alliteration that they're using, or the new normal, of course. And like I've been saying throughout this episode, your own nothing uh, and, and, and be happy. Why don't we, I suggest, a good antidote to using, or uh, I should say an alternative to using the globalist dark sorcerers, their words, would be to create our own words and memes and spread those on social media when we make comments. So it could be something as simple as love and peace or, you know, humanity will prevail or justice will be served. Anything that's, um, anything that's, excuse me, the wind's picking up here, anything that's sort of like a, uh, an empowering, that has an empowering energy because we really, we really need it at this time. So much is being exposed right now. And um, we need to focus on that future timeline reality that we want to, as I said before, that we want to individually and collectively um, find ourselves in. So I just want to turn my attention now to something else that's really important um, that's come to my attention um, through doing uh, internet research. And that's the uh, dreaded um, COVID fake vaccines. There's a lot, and I guess you guys have probably picked up on this as well. There's a lot of um, leading researchers, uh, doctors, scientists, even um, the former head of, I believe, um, research department at Pfizer, um, and many other leading figures like Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, who are doing the most amazing work, sharing their knowledge about what is in the coronavirus fake vaccines and what that might mean for the future of our health and the future for us on this planet. And um, as I said um, before, I was talking about the uh, the spike protein and what what the impact that might have on our bodies um, as the months and years go forward. Now, the important thing to remember here, and this is very important, is, um, and I said this on, said this on a few videos I've done on my YouTube channel recently with Niall Ferguson. So please do check out those interviews with Niall, uh, aka Opaque Lens. And you know, he's always been what I regard as uh, a companion on this journey because, like me, he likes to call himself. Well, I came up with a phrase. But I think he likes to use it sometimes. This idea of being a conspiracy realist. Now, in no way do I think that the information being shared about these fake vaccines could be regarded as conspiracy. As far as we know, unfortunately, it, it, it is fact what appears to be in these. But no one actually knows. No one knows yet. And we know, one thing we do know, sorry, is that 
already in America and the UK a lot of people have died and when I last checked on the UK official reporting system around about 1400 UK citizens had died after taking the fake coronavirus vaccine and many thousands have been injured and now as we know it's less than 10% of people on average report these symptoms to this particular I believe it's called the VAERS system in America the yellow card in UK I'm not sure which might be the other way around but anyway so that's only a tiny percentage of the amount of people who have unfortunately tragically died and become in and, and injured and many people the likes of Dr Sherry Sherry Tenpenny are predicting that we are we could see uh, many more, more die in the future now the important thing to remember is to have the awareness of those possibilities but what I'm trying to do and I'm not preaching here I'm just sharing how I live with this because it is very, very disturbing and troubling information. What I do is um, I have this awareness of this information, but I don't project forward to it to a mass die off, a kind of genocide of humanity being an inevitability in any way. I hold it there as a knowing that it could be a possibility but I don't hold it as being, uh, how should I say, an inevitability. Um, because if I do that, then I'm helping to create that or I'm helping to make that hideous situation become a reality, which of course none of us do. Now, none of us want that to become a reality for millions and millions of people around the world to die. Now, of course, if that does happen, well, you know, we'll have to be, um, we'll have to deal with it, we'll have to deal with the horror, uh, at least I guess those of us who've done all this research and we know the real Covid agenda will be slightly less hysterical and be able to deal with it with slightly more wisdom and grace I would imagine, uh, I mean I know that will be hard if our loved ones and uh, friends and family are dying but hopefully even in that instance because we know the broader spiritual context of what's happening so yeah that's that's what I tend to do is it's a bit like the difference between um, so someone else I like to follow called Neil Kramer check his work out English guy who been living in the States now for about about 13 14 years and what he's spoken about in some of his teachings is the idea of the difference between having a belief system and then just holding something holding something piece of information but not necessarily having the heaviness so when we have beliefs what Neil said Neil Kramer he said when you have a belief it's as heavy as if you think of an anvil it's a very heavy thing it has a heavy energetic presence in our being whereas if you hold a piece of information you go well okay this might be true it might not uh, it appears to be true at the moment, but in the future, it might not be. It might change. So, you know, at the moment, it, do, it in the, all indication does seem to look towards that lots of millions of people are going to die. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be, uh, that's going to come to pass. doesn't necessarily mean that's going to be reality. So that's the difference. Hopefully I've explained that um, between having something that you just hold perhaps as a, as a, a notion or let's say like a piece of information but you haven't built the heaviness of a belief system around it 
So, for example, when you have conversations with people, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, or you, you know, you speak to people online, you don't say, you wouldn't say things like, well, this is definitely going to happen. Millions of people are going to die in the States and UK and around the world. Million, the millions of people who've had the, had the fake uh, COVID jab are going to die because we don't know if that's going to happen. Hopefully it won't. Obviously, as I said before, we'll have to deal with it if it does. But as soon as you get into this idea that you believe it is going to happen, you have that belief system. As Neil Kramer was saying, with his uh, probably explaining that a lot better than I can. But you, there's a heaviness and you have to defend it. Whereas if you say to people, well, I've, I've uh, done a lots of research and many eminent doctors, MDs, scientists, and as I say, the former executive of Pfizer himself, I think it's Mr. Yeadon, I think it's Mike Yeadon, I'm not sure he's Christian name, have said, you know, the potential for what these vaccines could do to the human body. I, I had that information, but it's not necessarily a belief system. I don't hold it as a belief system, so I don't have to hold... I don't have to uphold it and, and defend it. And that's one, I just want to share this with you guys because that's one thing that I've done more recently because perhaps like a lot of you, up until a few months ago, I was daily doing more and more research, predominantly through sites like um, Truth Seeker and there's lots of articles on there obviously about um, fake COVID vaccine. And I was getting more and more involved, printing articles. And I just had this awareness that, mm, am I helping here to create this dark future that um you know the globalists and the dark sorcerers have 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 planned or appear to have planned for us and i so I, i've pulled back i've pulled back from that in the last the last few months so hopefully um that explanation will be of use of use to you guys and i mean i just lastly on the, the covid fake vaccines luckily none of my friends or family um have been adversely affected, fingers crossed, so far. Um, but I've, he I've heard many stories of people who have, and of course we've all seen the images of people online and, and heard of the, the really hideous stories of, of what's going on, and it, it is shocking. It's shocking. It's like being in the presence of a, I would say, like, like a, um, a hideous crime being perpetrated against humanity, and, and we can see the people, we can see the people who are perpetrating it, or at least some of them, the public faces, and there's nothing we can do about it. And when we try and point it out, we're labelled as the crazy, either the crazy conspiracy theorists, or here in the UK, the uh, COVID, uh, COVID refuseniks, those of us who are refusing uh, the poison potion. So yeah, I totally get it. It's really really difficult it's really challenging not to just focus on that and, and hold it as a belief that millions of people are are going to die it's um it's a, it really is a hideous time and i hope all of you guys um i hope i really do hope that it's the same for you that your friends and family uh i suspect like me a lot of them had have taken the poison jab unfortunately i hope they're okay and they're and they're still in good health and, and you know and we all hope we all hope that will be the case um going forward so i hope in this episode i've just you know given some uh broader perspective you know when you use words and phrases online as i say from 
like Build Back Better and um, was used from the World Economic Forum like you'll own nothing and be happy. Just be careful, just check in with yourself or UN Agenda 2030 when you use those or just check in, oh am I using these as mantras um, because I could be inadvertently bringing about the very future that I don't want. So thank you all for listening today and thank you for all your all your ongoing support in the five, last five years. It's, it's amazing to think um, coming up for nearly a hundred episodes. So if you're new to, new to Discerning Consciousness, uh, please do check out my back catalogue going all the way back to 2015, I think. Yeah, October 2015. It's all there free to, um, to download or play at your leisure. So I will speak to you all again very soon. Have a fantastic day. Bye for now. Thank you.